1: ah we are live welcome back ladies and gentlemen i am one of your hosts blake ruffino alongside me is my counterpart the hater himself the man who does not know quarterback play joe DeLeon. leon good evening sir god forbid god forbid forbid, blake Blake, you cannot run out there
0: talking shit about lsu and think that i'm not going to come out here and start firing back but it was – okay, but here, here's actually the perfect like summation of all this, the perfect way to summarize all this. The quote that is said in my episode and also if you looked at my 2024 NFL draft quarter uh, wide receiver rankings, it was because I was talking about how Malik Neighbors was a really good receiver, and I wonder if he got the football more consistently and got more options and opportunities to make plays – what his production would have been like? Because look, I, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that Jane Daniels is the worst quarterback in the SEC. That wasn't the statement. I was merely critically evaluating his arm strength. He doesn't did have the count arm. For the,
1: did you count for the 18 drops Malik Neighbors had last year?
0: I wasn't talking about that though. I oh, was, against, I was, I was for accounting now. for. I was accounting for one particular play that caught my attention against Georgia, and I, I wonder if you know the play that I'm talking about.
1: Oh you he mean when he had a dislocated ankle? He beat Jane Daniels. This was earlier in the game.
0: He beat Oh no, it maybe he Do you mean, mean when he day. had a dislocated ankle? Neighbors beats Keely Ringo. He is separating away from him and he completely underthrows a wide open Malik Neighbors. And it's tipped by Keely Ringo. But that that arm strength stuff shows up on every single game, man. That's th- God, I, am I not allowed to, to talk on his arm strength? Do I have to act like every single LSU player is a top five? Considering like you thought
1: Trey Lance was an elite quarterback, no, you don't have the right anymore. You've been
0: revoked. I can take swings. I mean, I see good athletes with I mean, big arms. And Shane Daniels isn't that. We clearly see you taking swings. We also clearly see you missing. You miss 100. Wait, what's the quote? You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. That's for women. What? (laughs) That phrase is about women. I like good athletic quarterbacks that have powerful arms, not ones that you mean something that Notre Dame's not had since 1985. Sam Hartman's got a stronger arm than Jane Daniels does. He also,
1: well, here's the truth: he's also never won the SEC West, and he has a college. He has a leg tattoo. He has a leg tattoo. You know what?
0: He's got juice. He's got juice. He also sucks, and that's why he's going to
1: lose to the Navy this week. But it is week no. zero. We are talking about these week zero games. I am going to get after you a little bit. Listen, here's the truth. Y'all can continue to say that he has a weak arm. I don't I, I don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Pop in the Florida film. Okay. And watch, I, and watch him out. Play. If you're going to talk about a pass, okay. Okay. Sounds good. But – Arm strength does not mean everything. I'm just going to say that. But we will get into. Okay. Go ahead.
0: I mean, no, I was just going to say. For uh, the entire I, opening of it. Go ahead. That wasn't the, the talking point, though. It's not that I'm saying that he's bad. I'm just saying that if I'm evaluating one category of quarterback evaluations, it's throw power. It's arm strength. Can you throw the, the ball for the wise words? Kill? And the wise
1: words of the prophet. I shouldn't say prophet. Of the theologian, Conor mm-hmm. McGregor. Timing beats speed. Timing beats power.
0: Maybe in college football, I'm evaluating him as a
1: Joe as an NFL massive president. arm strength. He and much You know what? Arm.
0: He's he's better than Justin Herbert. He's got a much bigger arm than Jaden Daniels did, though. All right, we're here to preview Week Zero. We're we're on this. We've done this four. We're times here to preview Week
1: Zero. Joe, we do have some games we'll give our pickums and also the Swamp Kings documentary is released about Florida which was very interesting we'll get into and then if we have time there at the end we'll talk a little ACC pre or ACC possibly adding three teams and ESPN saying that they'll give 72 million dollars which you know what might keep Florida State at Bay. It might just keep Florida
0: State at Bay. I mean, I'd be curious if it does. That is, and I saw you tweeted that out. That's an underlying aspect of this is that, like, where does that play into Florida State's decision-making to stay where they are? I mean, I don't think
1: all 72 million goes to those teams. Maybe it will, but we'll see. It's it's interesting. We may talk about it there at the end, but we finally have some football we talk about. Not big games, but I think some, just some things maybe we want to see from some of these bigger ones uh Notre Dame Vandy I guess you could call it, uh, a bigger team being that they're in the SEC and USC we got Louisiana Tech and other teams that are playing we'll talk about those as well in our pickums uh but Joe I'm I'm excited it's finally here we get to break down football it's been an entirely too long of an off season what the casuals call an off season Uh, But, like I like to say, the non-playing portion of the season because football never sleeps. But we'll break down mainly today here Hawaii versus Vandy, Navy versus Notre Dame in Dublin, Ireland, and San Jose State versus USC. So the big, big real three. Usually, Joe, I'm sure in season we'll talk about a solid five or we'll just probably talk about the whole week. Um, Yeah. Games that intrigue us. But the other games, I mean, a lot of people are not – you know, I know Louisiana people will, but people around the country probably aren't intrigued about FIU and Louisiana Tech.
0: Is Louisiana Tech a thing in Louisiana? Like, do you guys um, give them any love? More northern Louisiana,
1: where they're at, not really. Okay. Uh, you know, in, the, in southern Louisiana, no, not really. They're a good school. Been up there a couple times. Uh, you had a girlfriend that that went to school there. It's an interesting place. Um, I mean, she was weird sometimes, but I mean, other than that. I mean, it's a cool, Ruston's a cool place, you know, but see, like their main bars that was open from a guy that's from South Louisiana, actually called Ponchatoula's, not too bad. Mm. Food sucks. Beer's great. Um, they had big barrels, like massive barrels and they go up and they pour the beer from the barrel. It's actually pretty cool. Um, so strange. It's also really cool. Um, I mean, you just—I mean, it's basically redneck heaven. If I'm just being honest,
0: I mean, it sounds like it. I would assume that's probably a lot of parts of yeah. And Louisiana. I'm not a redneck;
1: I'm just a country boy. There's a bit massive difference.
0: I—I I think I've—I've I've slowly figured that out in my time of doing this this show with you. But yep. I, I'm going to watch that game. I, I will go as far as to I mean, say I will, I will watch, watch that game, game too. Yeah. But I'm just saying,
1: uh, around the country, it's not like oh my god, Louisiana Tech's playing. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We got a lot to get into here today. We got a couple of comments uh, in here. Chris H. says, I dated a girl from Tech one time. She was very odd, but very fun. I think that's a very good characteristic. I would uh, label a Is same. that like a
0: thing in Louisiana that like everybody has dated someone, a girl that went to Louisiana Tech? Is that like a running gag or something?
1: No, not really. I mean, at least not that I know of, but no. they are pretty hot and pretty weird. <laughs> are they at I least mean, smart? Like, Is that like what the... Oh, uh, Louisiana is not a bad college. It's not okay. a bad college. It's not, it's not uh, Tulane, though.
0: No. It's not, like...
1: No, Tulane, academically-wise, is the, yeah. you know, cram de la cram. Elk says... Elk70 says, let's be honest, Blake, Daniels' yards per attempt was bad. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. And he's got to take shots down the field. He's got to take more shots down the field. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Uh, Chris H., again, says, clip it, Joe. Joe said Daniels is the worst quarterback
0: in the SEC. Did you see somebody clipped last week when I was paid to say, go Tigers? No. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody clipped it and they tagged the, uh, the Rufino and Joe handle. Oh. Uh, I did not acknowledge it, but somebody posted that. Oh, on. I'm going yeah. to find it now. I'm it's 100% per- going to find it. It's in our notifications. It's not that far off. Okay. Well, I,
1: I, I really like that. Uh, Don Scruggs says Florida stinks like
0: Yankee poo. I don't have any. I actually, I do you, not like Florida. That's actually a good. Well, I, I got to tell you that. something. Just, listen, just stay with me here.
1: I think I'm changing my pick on Florida versus Utah. I think I'm going Gators. Why? Because Utah's on their fourth string quarterback. That's why.
0: Is Cam Rising hurt? In my mind, Cam Rising's something? hurt
1: and he's out. So
0: he's I'm guaranteed talking. for sure out as of right now. He has not a all, He
1: hasn't practiced all summer. Like he would have to come back on Tuesday and then get like be ready to go by Saturday and have no preseason, like not even a practice. Like I get that guys in the NFL like don't do preseason games. But like if you're watching hard knocks, Aaron Rodgers hasn't played, okay? He will this Sunday, but or whenever they play, but he hasn't played. Joe, this thing. And then now, then both of their backup quarterbacks got hurt or something like that. Like or at least one of them uh-huh. did. So they're in the third, fourth string quarterback. Joe, this is not looking good, man. I I get what he's saying in the comments. You can play whatever quarterback
0: to beat Florida. Yeah, that, but that's okay. That's where I lean, and and I, I, we're not to get that's too a, ahead that's of ourselves, not right?
1: That's horse shit, and you know that that
0: horseshit. Florida go up there and beat that Mormon ass. N- not to get ahead of ourselves. That is a a un. Recognized territory and terrain for Florida to have to play in to go play all the way up in the mountains, high altitude. There, there there is no way for them to replicate having to play in that type of environment. No doubt. I I will say though that their strength is their defense, and it's their run game. So I'm not really that that worried if Cam Rising doesn't play because Florida is such a mess.
1: I'm just gonna tell you: if another SC, sub 500 SEC team goes up to Utah and beats them, I am happen. going to be unbearable. I also because would be like, shocked on, that they I'm don't try all, to get Cam on the field. Well, I'm cutting all bullshit aside. If you uh-huh. if you're not wor- and I know we're getting the, like previewing this. If you're not worried about being your third, fourth string quarterback, you should be worried. That's a massive deal. Yes,
0: yeah, th- there should be some fear for Utah fans, but I, I'm still picking Utah. I'm not going to pick Florida to travel all that way with all their crap and with Graham Mertz playing quarterback. I'm just not.
1: Okay, well, that's fine. But
0: I, but athletically,
1: a lot of people have poo-pooed on Florida. They're bad at certain areas with Billy Napier and quarterback play. At least they have a dude that's, that has experience and has been getting reps – they still have dudes defensively, too. Like, they, they, led the, they led the SEC in three and outs with, with Anthony Richardson last year. Mm-hmm. They led the SEC in third down conversions last year. So let's not get twisted on, you know, like, defensively, when their offense was moving, they were not bad. You can say what you want. But going to that third string quarterback is a big deal. But we got a week zero okay. stuff to break down. Yeah, we got, let's do. Let's we'll do that next week. But in. you know, and I know that that's that changes. Yes. Joe, the line changed seven points yesterday. The line literally moved a touchdown. Free money. Okay.
0: All right, y'all can say I'm, that if y'all I'm, want to. I'm putting that bet down. I'm making my free money. All right, well, go ahead and you're gonna get your cl- uh, cheeks clap. Let's do this. Everybody, do it. Some- <laughs>
1: I try to be funny and not and to you laugh. Make yourself my own words, jokes. But I make myself laugh. All right. <laughs> Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, share to your own social media pages, share to those Facebook groups. It helps us out so much. When you hit that like button, if you're on YouTube, do the same. Hit the like, share, comment button, all of that good stuff. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on Fubo TV, welcome 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 let's talk about our good friends over at bet on live we got week zero finally finally the rock oh wait that's not it
0: finally there it is there we go College. go irish baby let's do this what i can't say go irish you're really trying to censor me on this show
1: what do you think about what do you really do you love the
0: irish yeah, damn right! It I doesn't do.
1: matter what you love.
0: Hit the damn ad. Hit the damn ad.
1: BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50 B-L-E-A-V 50 thats believe 50 bleav V five zero to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag BetOnline.ag We're back I'm not making fun of Texas on this one because we are back. College football is back. Week zero is here. We got some really good games. Joe, I'm going to make you suffer and wait to talk about your Notre Dame Fire and Irish. I'm going to go elsewhere because I think that – Fine. You know – Fine. I, I think that game would be – it's scheduled to be a little bit closer than maybe others because Navy, you know, runs a triple option. You know, maybe you can get goofy. You're going to another country. I mean, Hawaii sucks. San Jose sucks. That I mean, Notre Dame, the Notre Dame game in in Ireland is the premier matchup of the of the weekend. So let's wait to go there. I am really intrigued about Hawaii versus Vandy. Let me tell you why. I think Clark Lee might have a little bit of a team here. They have some weapons on the outside for him or, or for AJ Swan. Swan is back. Defensively, they got a lot of players back. They've developed really well. Look, it's Hawaii, and there's no reason why Vanny shouldn't go out there and cream them. Now, Vanny, as an athletic department, has been really crappy. They're not; Their stadium's not even ready. They're still renovating things. At least they're trying. Mm. Vanny has a decent squad, man. They have a, a decent squad. They could go sub 500. And for them, for them, that's a big deal. Here's the one thing I'm looking for them. If, if A.J. Swan is who we think he may be and could be, man, they – it, when you have good quarterback play in college football, like when you have good quarterback play, you win games that you might not – you're might not supposed to win. With that being said, I'm really keeping my eyes out on this one because of a team we just talked about. Man, could they go into Gainesville and beat Florida? Like, can they go into Gainesville and beat Florida? Can they – if their offense is going to do some of the things that people think that they can do with A.J. Swan – could they upset a Kentucky and to get closer to that 500 mark? Can they take down a South Carolina? Who knows? Can they finally get to that mark? We find that out. I just want to see what they look offensively. I think Clark Lee defensively will have game plans ready to go. I'm not worried about them defensively. I'm more worried about them offensively. I think AJ Swan does take that next step and Vandy, People might say, "Hey man, Vandy didn't look too bad against Hawaii." And I get, I get it. I get it. It's Hawaii, but
0: still. Yeah, there's only so much that you can really take away from a Hawaii versus Vanderbilt matchup. I agree. Um, but if we remember last year and last season, th- this game was a joke. This game was considered to be uh a, a, you know, the butt of the joke for the college football week 0 slate, and Vanderbilt comes out swinging and completely demolishes Hawaii on the road. At Hawaii, and you talked That's about right. the main thing for me that I'm paying attention to in this game, and I think that we already know that Clark Lee is building a new defensive unit. There's some young bodies that are on this uh this Vanderbilt defense that we're going to get some exposure to. But AJ Swan is taking over this quarterback job. I want to see what he's got in him. You know, is is he going to have as much of a debut as Malik Wright did last year? Is he going to explode onto the scene and have a really big game and Maybe there's one or two receivers that he can have as consistent go-to options. a Louisiana
1: kid, by the way. Oh, is he really? Yeah, play uh, a guy, a really good close buddy of mine, Hutch Gonzalez was his head coach at Mandeville.
0: I didn't even know that. There's so many guys that freaking come out of Louisiana; it's insane. But
1: specifically receivers,
0: but I mean, the kid can play, man. The kid can really play. Yeah, Yeah, he's got some juice to him. And when he ended up playing towards the, you know, got a little bit of exposure and opportunities at the end of last season, um, this could be a big year for him, you know, a year for him to step up. I had placed Vanderbilt at the bottom of my power rankings for the SEC just because they're Vanderbilt. But can they come out firing? Can they be an offensively explosive team? Again, I know that it's Hawaii. Mm -hmm. It's not going to take much to beat Hawaii, but we can at least get some glimpses of what they're capable of.
1: Well, look, in Cherokee High School, where A.J. Swan went to, okay, is a pretty good program at developing players. Like, they – I think he kind of got gets overshadowed because he plays in Cherokee – at, played at Cherokee. But the kids, like you mentioned, got juice. He can move a little bit. He's got a decent arm. He's, he's moderately accurate. And, Joe, they like him a lot. Like, Clark Lee speaks about him like he would speak about a really good um, mid-to-mid-tier SEC quarterback. I just want to see Vandy good again. I just want to – well, not again, but, like, I I want to see them be competitive. How about that? Like, instead of getting beat by 50, like, hey, man, get beat by 21. You know, like, be competitive. Keep that game close through two-and-a-half quarters. I think Clark Lee's an amazing dude. I think he's an amazing mm-hmm. coach. I, I just think that they will be more disciplined. They've done really – I do think that they've done really well at uh, recruiting and developing lower-star talented kids. Like, we saw, we saw Alabama go and get their left tackle in Tyler Steen not too long ago. So, you look at the development that, that this team and these players have had under Clark Lee – I just want to see. I I do want to see more of that. The one thing that I I do hate to bring up. The one thing about this, though, man, I kind of am pulling for Hawaii after what everybody in Maui's going yeah. through. You know, like I'm just like, man, please just come out there with your hair on. Fu- uh, um, probably a bad choice of words there, but you you get what I mean. They're like, come out there with like energy, enthusiasm, wanting to play for something, and and you just hate for that and look man they're traveling not only from hawaii to california but they're traveling all the way to nashville that is a long long trip you just really hope that they come out and play with some emotion mm-hmm. man because that's so awful like what that what hawaii and maui is going through man
0: yeah a uh, quick correction on my part by the way it's mike wright was their quarterback at the start of last season that i was i meant to reference but yeah i think that that's a an aspect of this that is going to get focused on for this game with the natural disasters and the fires that happened in Hawaii. I don't know the proximity to the university, but I'm sure that there were players on this team that were impacted in one way or another by the, you know, the tragedy that happened there. And Hawaii is such a unique place where I feel like most of the players at the university of Hawaii come from that region. And it's in such a secluded far area that everyone bleeds being a part of that program being a part of and representing Hawaii those that do decide to stay in the state it's it's good for them I think that they're getting this spotlight opportunity to play in week zero again in back-to-back years and I know that like our perspective we're hoping that Vanderbilt comes out and is no longer the doormat of the SEC and they come out swinging and they're beating the crap out of the non-conference opponents that they have but at the same time you know kind of hoping that that doesn't happen because (laughs) <laughs> it's not, you know, you beat up on on Hawaii to that point where you're talking on here. Maybe, that, maybe that's not the best of looks.
1: Well, I look at Vandy too, and I'm, I accidentally exited out of this uh, Vandy offensive stats. Hold on, because i I wanted to pull this. I wanted to talk about this and pull this up. So Vandy last year was five and seven, seven under Clark Lee. They had a two and six in conference record. Swan did go. This is the thing for me, Joe. He yeah. does – there's one thing that he's got to improve, okay? He's got to improve accuracy-wise. He was 58% last year, but he did throw for 1,274 yards. He was he had a 10-to-2 touchdown-to-interception ratio, but they do run the ball pretty – or try to run the ball pretty effectively. The thing for me is, as you talk about Will Shepard, he had 60 catches, uh, 776 yards last year, and nine touchdowns. Joe, he could be one of those guys. I forget who was the receiver that came out of Vandy not too long ago that got drafted really high. Um, Oh, my God. Wore like number 80. I I, I forget. I I forget. Jordan
0: Matthews, is it?
1: Yeah, it was Matthews. That's right. It was Jordan Matthews. They always have like every four or five years a receiver that just comes out of nowhere and does something. And look, like I've said, I like Will Shepard a lot. I've known him a long time. One of my buddies was his head coach at Mandeville. He's a tall, really well-put-together wide receiver. You know who he reminds me of? A.T. Perry a little bit. Same, oh, color, you know, same color, uniform, like they run a, run a lot. I'm going to tell you, one thing to keep an eye on is the weapons that they do have. I know Will Shepard returns. I know they have some question marks in some other areas, but we'll see how that goes. So I'm going to take Vandy here, Joe, and i pick him.
0: I'm assuming yeah. that you are as well here. Do do we want to save doing our full pick picks I mean, at the end? Yeah, I guess we, we can. But,
1: just... I mean, if we it's week zero, and normally all right, all right. we would. But, I mean, all I'm right. taking Vandy. And, look, if you want to take the 17-and-a-half, I, I think no, that's let's, just... I'm not taking those
0: points. I'm just. You really like... think Vandy's not going to beat him by more than 17-and-a-half? No, I am, but like what benefit do I get that in the pickup? Like it doesn't benefit me to uh, okay, okay. to throw that out there. But yeah, I'm picking Vanderbilt. I mean, Hawaii Hawaii's not gonna travel all the way to Nashville and be in, you know, a great a great state to play them. That's a long ass trip that they gotta make. No, it's Vanderbilt's gonna win this game. It's not probably not gonna be close.
1: Chris H says just a random thought, but remember in two thousand three when Bama lost to Hawaii? Did they? I don't, I don't remember that, but he's probably right. I mean, if he's saying it, he's probably right. But uh, no, no I, do not, I do not we, remember that.
0: We can't trust uh, everything on the internet.
1: El uh, says, Vanny playing in a construction zone. Look, can we just, before we move on to yeah. USC and San Jose State, can we talk about that a minute? Like, yeah. just a quick second. Like, bro, can you not plan better? Like, can you not plan better? You got all those smart people over there and you can't plan better.
0: Okay. Here's, here's my, here's my one thing with this. My having been around enough people involved with construction in my lifetime, because it's what my dad and my brother do. My dad was an architect. My brother works in construction. These idiots are never on time. Like the, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you effectively are you calling plan your dad it. and brother an idiot a little bit yeah i mean th- Damn, th- it doesn't son. matter it doesn't matter that everyone's griping about this like oh it's a joke that their stadium's not done it's a massive construction project that most of the time those types but of so things they're don't get done on time. they're not even a third of the way done they just cleared everything out like that doesn't surprise me cuz the uh, that industry is notoriously slow it's ne- that was never going to get done on time it was um they could have maybe prepared by doing bits and pieces of it in stages, but I don't know. The whole thing's stupid.
1: Uh, Travis, I see your comment. We'll we'll get to that in our pick'em. Let's move to USC, San Jose State. Joe, I think that for me, I yeah, maybe you can say this about Notre Dame. For me, as a like quote unquote analyst, and I hate using that word. Okay. But I'm using it because of Ryan Clark. Ha, ha, ha. What would you prefer? What, what, what would? I, I don't mean? know. I, I I don't know. Uh, Savant. Anyway, <laughs> college football, Savant. Okay. I'm extremely intrigued by this game. Now I have no idea how I'm going to watch it because I don't have the Pac-12 network. I have no idea how I can watch it. Somebody, mm-hmm. if, if you're listening from the Pac-12, please tell me how I I do watch this. I'm intrigued to see how they do defensively. I'm, I will turn the channel when their offense comes on. I know what I'm going to get. I just know what I'm going to get there. Hey, man, can you go out here and try to push a, sh- a shutout? Like, can you, uh, can you hold them to 14 points? Can you show me that you're serious? And, and if they can't joke, okay. But if they can hold the team, any team, to under seven points, I, I mean, come on, man. Like, the, I, I'm intrigued by this. I don't know what else to say about this, man. I I, I don't think everybody's like, are they on upset alert? No, they're not on upset alert. They're not losing this game, okay? Like, be real with yourself. Caleb Williams and company, Lincoln Riley and company, are going to come out here swinging. They got a lot to play for. I'm really just hoping for them, if I'm a USC fan, that they got something defensively. Like, show me that you can tackle in space.
0: So I was born to talk about this game here, Blake. Because um, born I, like B O R N. Yeah, I was born to talk okay. about this game because this is this is the perfect sicko game for me. I, I'm not like I'm. I'm not saying that this is going to be an upset. It's not going to be an upset. But to the point that you just made about how can USC's defense show us something? Can they show us some you know some signs of dominance? Because San Jose State's not a doormat. It's not. It is one of the better Mountain West teams. And their quarterback, Shavon Cordero, is a slippery, small, compact quarterback. Mm-hmm. One of the better, probably one of the best G5 quarterbacks in the entire country. The guy's a playmaker. If you can come in and you can completely slam the door shut, I will take you seriously. But if this game ends up being something stupid, where you score 50, but you give up 28 or more, that to me is a failed outing. And USC fans, not going to like me saying this, it's possible for them to score that many points. They are an explosive, productive offense. Siobhan Cordero is an underrated player. You're going to be remembering his name because his name is going to get brought up a lot during this game if you don't do an effective enough job of containing him, Well, it's
1: a test. And USC has a lot of questions and they have a lot of answers that they're going to have to provide. And we will, we will find those out throughout the season. San Jose state is not going to show you everything you need to know. And teams historically get better in week one going into week two. But Joe, I want to see, I want to see something like I want to see Joey. Let me tell you this because in games like this, I don't really uh care about how many really, really many points you give up or anything mm-hmm. like that unless it gets outrageous. Are you flying to the ball? Are you knocking someone's head off? Are you fundamentally sound? If they like you just mentioned, if you don't contain the San Jose State does have a quarterback that's gonna light you up, those are the small things that I'm looking for. I don't really need all the flash and glamour and Hey, this guy had this pit many picks, and I, I don't really care about all that. Okay, I care more about the fundamentals in a game like this. And can you just be, if you're, <clears throat> if you're Lincoln Riley, like, hey man, just how much improvement have we had? Now, one thing that I think is a little concerning, Tackett Curtis, the middle linebacker, looks like he's going to be the, one of the guys, if not the starter, a rotational piece. Joe, they're still playing a lot of young dudes. A lot of young dudes, can they be disciplined enough defensively to start the season off and show, like, hey man, we are serious and you should take us serious. So I know I'm 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 a repeating myself here, okay, yeah. but I just think it's so much of a like, man, you got you gotta be fundamentally sound to do to make the playoff. Joe, the only reason why USC will not make the playoff, you ready? Mm-hmm. Alex Grinch didn't get fired in the offseason. Jim Leonard is not the defensive coordinator at USC. That's the reason why yes. they won't win a national championship or make a playoff. It has nothing to do with Caleb. It has nothing to do with Lincoln. It has nothing to do with any of that. It comes down to one thing and one thing only, defense and Alex Grinch.
0: And that's my whole point that I'm talking about here where they're going to beat San Jose State. We're not worried about San Jose State as an opponent, but it's what can we take away from the performance Is this a game where everybody shows up and they're looking past the opponent and they're not rallying to the football? They're not um, flying all over the field to make plays. They're not excited to hit people. They're not juiced up for this opportunity to put a lesser opponent in the dirt, or are they going to coast defensively and allow Siobhan Cordero and this offense to score touchdowns that they shouldn't be scoring? This game should be a shutout. This should be a shutout. You should be that much better than San Jose State. I'm not saying that it is I'm a not failure say if they a don't. shut out because
1: okay. keeping a team from
0: points is 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 there's a reason why you don't see many of them. If USC is as well rounded and as good as it's been described by USC fans this off season, they're going to come out swinging. That's my main my main takeaway from this, but I agree with everything that you're saying. That the way that they show up, the tone that they play with, is critical for us understanding. Have they improved? Have they changed their demeanor from last season? Because they were sloppy all the time in a lot of these weak games. Like, like all Joe,
1: the time. I want to see a safety come down in the box and light somebody's head off. Like I want to, I want them to see, like get targeting for all I give a damn. Okay, don't really do that. I'm just messing. <laughs> but if you, Joe, if you do, okay. Well, look, you got some aggression with you. Like you're flying, hit some goddamn body. You know USC's defenses are softened than a baby stool. They're softened than Charmin. <laughs> I've literally played with Play-Doh that is tougher than their defense at times. That's it. And I'm going to well, tell you something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think Lincoln. I'm not Lincoln's not going to be on any kind of hot seat. So don't take it the wrong way. Lincoln's going to start feeling some heat if he if he kept Alex Wrench another year. And didn't do anything with him and he deserves it and you know what else he from a global scale, not just a fan scale but a national scale joe i'm gonna start really ripping on him if if this defense isn't improved like hey man you I'm might him have
0: on him, on him now that's
1: what i've been no doing. not 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 the way that we should be because when you talk about top five coaches in college football who are He's always at least somewhat in the conversation, right? Like yeah. he's in a pecking order, okay? Mm-hmm. Whether some people have him in there or don't, it's irrelevant. But he's considered one of the top five, the top eight best head coaches in college in college football. If he doesn't fix this defensively, then he's out of that conversation for me. Because you gotta make changes in your career and in your life and in your business to be successful. We see college coach great co- – Kirby doesn't give a damn. Nick doesn't give a damn. Brian Kelly doesn't give a damn. Uh, let's just call it what it is now that we've seen him do it. Dabo doesn't really give a damn. He like, hey, man, I have an issue offensively. And at least everybody wants to trash on Dabo. Dabo was aware enough to say, I'm going to get the best offensive coordinator in the country, his brother, <laughs> right? And he's – let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Name a bad Riley brother quarterback that they've ever had. It's a good. That's a good point. Never college ne- QB. Yeah,
0: there's not a single. Never one.
1: have had a bad college QB ever in the history of their life. He needs to start taking shit seriously. Show me that you've taken shit seriously. All right, let's move to the premier matchup of the day. We have, uh, uh, well, I mean. Just a small rent program,
0: according to my buddy, Swami. But did you see that tweet from Swami? That guy's a dumbass. That guy's an (laughs) absolute dumbass to to think that that statement. Yeah, all the recruits that they've signed, all the five-star recruits, all the top ten recruiting classes, the millions of uh, weekly viewers for just their basic games. Yeah, man, they're a ghost of what they were. Shut the hell up. That guy's a dumbass.
1: All right, so Navy versus Notre Dame. Mm Mm-hmm. In Dublin Island, okay? There's three things I want to see in this game. You ready? Number one, green beer. If I don't see green beer in the stadium, is anybody in there really Irish?
0: I, I don't think that that's – it's not – it's not St. Patrick's Day every single day of the week in Ireland. That's <laughs> not <laughs> – I don't think that's how that works, unless I'm missing something.
1: Okay, well, I want to see Irish beer in Dublin, Ireland, and I want to see some red-headed Irish people. That's there what I want to plenty. see.
0: That's There will be plenty.
1: I, I hope so. Number two, complete opposite of what I just said about USC. Okay. Defensively, you're fine. Let's call it what it is. Defensively, yeah. you're fine. You got to get out of the Brian Kelly mold and blueprint here. You have a new offensive coordinator. Tommy Reese isn't there anymore. You don't have any excuse to have the same identity as Brian Kelly did at Notre Dame. Look, and Joe, in all seriousness, it's time to move on. Spread that bitch out. Get in four wide. Do what you got to do. I know you might have a tight end here or there that you need to incorporate. Sounds good. Do whatever you got to do. This whole running the ball down people's throat, get rid of it. Let's go out there and score. Like, defensively, it is what it is but against a team that runs the triple option. Navy is always going to be disciplined. Always. It's why they're always beating the shit out of everybody. Number one thing for Notre Dame, I want to see you go get forty-five fifty. I want you to go get forty-five fifty, not by running the football. Joe, there has to be an identity change at Notre Dame. I, I had not said this all offseason because I was waiting for the playing portion of the year. Let's go change this identity. Because the Brian Kelly mold and fixture of how to do it, Marcus Freeman, you're not Brian Kelly. You can't replicate what the same head coach was just doing. Now, I know personnel dictated some of that offensively, and you had Tommy Reese.
0: He's out the door. Let's go change some things.
1: Let's go score.
0: Real Notre Dame fans know one thing for sure, that the Navy game every single year, no matter when it is, is always Always a really – It's always a really important indicator for success in a season. The years that they've lost or they've played them way too close, I would argue have been some of their lesser seasons, some of their less dominant seasons. The times that they've completely smoked and beat the shit out of them, those are the years that I've known Notre Dame is a good team. I agree with with part of what you said. This is a game where you just put up as many points as you can. This is a bitter rival. This is a team that you don't need to hold any regard for. I understand it's the Naval Academy, but you have been rivals with this team since the inception of college football. Come out swinging, put up 50 points, as you said. Instill some confidence in the fans. that, And also some, strike some doubt in the commentary that you had during the offseason that they don't have any weapons. You're, you were, were the, right. one of the biggest critics of their weapons. What can they do? Am. With stretching the field with their receivers, that to me is one thing that I want to see. I disagree, though. I don't need to see them completely shift their identity. I think that Marcus Freeman is trying to build this team as a tough, physical team up front that is going to build their offense and their offensive momentum from running the football. Audric Estime is a damn tank, and all I want is Audric Estime to come out after 15 carries because he's bowled his way through that I didn't Navy say defense. Not run the football now. I didn't say that. Okay. I get what you're saying. You're saying just be a little more creative. Don't do the Tommy Reese BS where it was, it was inside well, no, run, we, inside run, and then a screen pass. It was the same damn thing every single year. I mean, or Joe, I, I, look,
1: you're gonna hate this comp. You're gonna really hate this comp. Georgia offensively was top five in every offensive metric last year. Yeah. Okay, and every every metric looked like go. Joe, you have a really good quarterback. I know Andre Estime is really good. Joe, he does not it's have. That's Audric, to carry- by the way. The, Audric, the comments I keep it, him yeah, Audric, yeah, Audric. Audric Estime. Okay, just just because he's in a, uh, a Jerry Maguire remake, when that Estime in the in the remake, it was him. Okay, it was him. Go, Joe, you. To, this is. I, I promise you this in today's society how many times did Stetson Bennett have to throw the ball against Ohio State to win? you got to be more explosive offensively. And I get the whole – like, in the part of the identity change is to show that even if it during the season, okay, you go back to more of the Brian Kelly mold and identity, that's fine. You don't have to do it in this game to win. Because hmm. you know what would be scary as hell? oh, shit, Notre Dame can actually score. Like, yeah. oh, okay. They can actually go – if you put if you put 45 passing attempts on Sam Hartman's back, you're okay with it. You can win in any style. Joe, in today's college football, it's proven over the last 10 years, you have to be as balanced and as good at running the football and throwing the football to win a natty. Okay, everybody looked at 2019, LSU, 2020 – Alabama 2018 Clemson you know what that team did multiple times throughout the year their quarterback had 45 passing attempts to win a game they got to get to that identity that's the identity Marcus Freeman needs to go after that's my opinion and I, I've constantly said that all every preseason I've done these shows and Joe it's always panned out so that's what I'm going to say that's where I'm going to be
0: yeah, I, I, I can understand the sentiment that you're coming from. I'm, I'm happy that you've kind of finally admitted that Sam Hartman's a really good quarterback, but well, again, just football, re-
1: I don't mess around. I think okay. you know that by now.
0: Just to reiterate my point here and the point that you're making this Navy team is one of the lowest points that it's been in a long time. I agree. Completely reestablishing. And I know Navy doesn't get the same level of exposure and, focus as they usually do i mean when they're good they'll be ranked in the back half of the top 25 it, it happens all the time right but this team is down this team is bad they're not as good as they've been they need to kick the crap out of them if they leave this game and it is i think that the point spread is 20. 20 if if notre dame doesn't cover i think that that's a failure and i think notre dame fans, will be if a you, failure if you don't agree with that then you need to look at yourself in the mirror and understand what needs to be accomplished in 2023 in college football you can't be keeping a game against Navy under twenty points. You just you know can't what else if you're that good. You know you what planned. else it
1: would. Well, you know what else it would help too for Notre Dame. What recruiting? Because listen, I don't think that they have the weapons ultimately to mm-hmm. to make a playoff or a push for one when it comes down to it. But look, man, we've seen teams, private school teams, and high academic teams. But look at what Harbaugh was able to get from a skill athletic standpoint at Stanford. Buddy, the reason that he was USC, whatever, the reason that they were able to get those dudes there, why? Because offensively, they had a quarterback named Andrew Luck. When you show offensively that you want to do things, kids will show up. You, yeah. Joe, Marcus Freeman can find ways to get kids in there. You know that, and it's the biggest untold truth. Um, Jacob Mears says, I don't think Notre Dame will necessarily want to be facing the run. This forcing, uh, forcing the run this year. Like they did last year. I, and I agree with that. He also, uh, and Travis says, there's a world Navy keeps this game extremely close. There is. So let's talk about that. Joe, the reason that you won't do this is because look, triple option teams in week one are never easy ever, ever. No, so, Look man, they're going to run the football a lot and they're going to run the clock a lot. And look, it doesn't what we haven't talked about yet, the clock does not stop on first downs anymore. Tick 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 tick. The clock's going to continue to run. Maybe it is not a bad spread at 20 going especially Joe because they're going to Ireland. Yes. Yes. So the, You so you're, if you beat it if you beat them by 17 because the clock tick, 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 tick. I don't think it's necessarily a, like, oh, they're not that good. The eye test offensively will tell you what you need to know. It doesn't really have any – you're not going to know about them defensively for a little minute, right? Like there's nothing Navy's going to do that you're yeah. like, oh, man, we got to worry about this for when we play USC. That It doesn't work like that. Offensively, can you separate yourselves – that's the only thing about this game. If you're looking from a projection standpoint, because what Joe, what is Navy going to do that offensively against, or defensively against USC that you're worried about in a couple of weeks?
0: Absolutely nothing, because right. it's the all you need to do to win against a, a triple option team. And uh, Devin Butler and CJ Proces, I got to hear them talk about it. Who's our, our Notre Dame show on, on Believe. Um,
1: second time you brought them up. On,
0: on, oh, I'm going to keep bringing them up, man. I'm so proud of being able to work with those guys. It's cool. But th- they talked about it's just about discipline. It's about you know playing your gaps, knowing exactly where you need to be, not getting uh, caught up in any of the BS. But, again, that's also part of what I'm I've been talking about here, where you're supposed to be more physically gifted than their corners. You're supposed to be bigger, faster, stronger than any of the guys that they have in their secondary. You should create separation. You should be consistently open. Your pa- their pass rushers should not be getting past your offensive line and getting in Sam Hart- Hartman's face. He should have all the time in the world, and there should be a lot of open receivers, and you should be picking up a lot of chunk gains. It shouldn't be anything other than that. I look at this game
1: so a couple years ago, so I didn't go last year because mm-hmm. I just was like, you know what, man? I really don't want to look at a year one coach To to your point, this is the last point I was going to make of this game. Navy versus Notre Dame in 2021, I believe. They were the 10th ranked team, if I'm not mistaken. They had had a loss. But Cone went 23 of 29 for 269 yards, but 270 yards and a tutty. That's highly proficient. Now push that limit. Push that more, right? That's all that I'm asking for. All right, you want to you want to do pickums very quickly? Yeah, let's do it, and we'll wrap. it All right, that. so let's start with Notre Dame and Navy. I think the both of us are picking Notre Dame, correct?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking Notre Dame. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even think twice about that.
1: And just just to recap, both of us have Vandy uh, over Hawaii and USC over San Jose State.
0: Yes. Uh. Yeah. And we both. Yeah. As you're saying, we both have USC.
1: Okay, let me get to this. So an other some other of these games that we have, this one's an interesting one. Ohio at San Diego State. Joe, that line's
0: at minus two in favor of San Diego State. So I'm forgetting who what the what the first name is because so you remember Rourke, the Jacksonville quarterback who had that crazy play? Yeah. So he's got a little brother who's the starting quarterback at Ohio right now, and he's just uh, as good. He's actually bigger and stronger than the one that made those plays uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love what they have offensively. I'm actually surprised that San Diego State is the favorite in this game. Um, I'm like in Ohio in this one. That's who I'm going to pick with this.
1: All right, this might be where we, uh, me and you, go different here.
0: Going I'm, going State. Diego State.
1: I'm going San Diego State trying to go against me that's what this is. Uh no, I don't I don't like taking group of 5 opponents early in the year on the road that far. They historically do not perform well. No. So I'm going to go with the 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 people out there in Vegas, okay? Give me the Aztecs. I'm going to take San Diego. State in that one, wannabe uh, ass Pac-12 team. That's what they are. Well, not anymore. I mean, I don't well, think anybody wants to.
0: Uh, exactly, nobody wants them. FIU at Louisiana Tech. This one I'm a little perplexed on because, like, it, like is Louisiana Tech really that much? baby, Stoof, stuff gets goofy at night in Rustin. Don't is, overthink yourself here. Is uh is Louisiana Tech that good or is FIU that bad? I think like, FIU is, is just that bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Louisiana Tech. I'm not gonna overthink this. All right, so
1: either one of us is gonna be four and one, or and the other one's gonna be five and zero. Oh, so we'll see. This is so I guess to just let the listeners know, we're gonna be doing this all year and we're yes. gonna keep tallies. And so at the end of the year, so oh th- I forgot to mention this. We didn't mention this to our our, our listeners. Um, so this is what Joe and I are doing on our pickums every single week, every all year long, we are going to do a pick and we're going to keep up with our numbers where, how many I win, how many I lose, how many Joe wins, how many Joe loses. And if we do actually do a spread and if it ties, we'll get, we'll do the, you know, slash whatever the tie would be at the end of the year, whoever wins, I'll buy Joe a gift and if if he wins and if I win he'll buy me a gift. So that is our uh our little bet here.
0: To to get a little clarification on this, I have full discretion on what I'm allowed to get you. That's what's that's what's allowed. Because I have a no, I'm actually
1: going to give you a good gift. Like I, oh. so, so about this like okay. I I mean I was planning I, on giving you like a getting you like a, a $200 bottle of of bourbon.
0: Oh, that's Okay. Well, right, so what I what I was thinking, and I'm not going to do this, um, I, I'm kind of big. You're going to buy me a Notre Dame
1: and, shirt and send it to me, weren't that you?
0: That would have been a good idea. That actually would have been a really good idea. But I did a similar thing with my other co-host, Sean, who was my roommate in college. Uh, he's a big anime fan, so I bought him a shirt uh, that said, just a girl who loves anime, and he's he's 6'6". <laughs> he's 300 pounds, and he used to wear that thing to the gym and stuff, so it's... It was the perfect – I wouldn't get you exactly that, but I'd get you something similar. But I, I'll, I will – if I lose, I'm going to get you something nice. I will get you something good. I'm not going to treat you too I mean, it, I don't really
1: – so listen, here's – you want to hear something interesting about me before we get to Swamp Kings really, 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 really quickly? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I don't like people giving me gifts. Believe me. I or. don't
0: either. I don't either. I yeah, I'm it. not.
1: It makes me feel awkward. Like,
0: Yeah, I've never – If you give me a
1: really good gift, like a really not, good gift – I'm excited, right. but like I'm just like oh yay pair of socks.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know about you, but I have had uh similar in that line. I've had a horrendous track record in terms of receiving gifts, uh, specifically from girlfriends in the past. I have never gotten a good gift from a girlfriend. Not oh uh, wait
1: wait till you uh wait till you get married. They 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 do get they get the- worse. Oh, they do no, get better. I, no, they do get better. Yeah, because, I mean, it's your money anyway, so you're just going to give your, <laughs> your money, to, you know.
0: That's a good point.
1: All right. Anyway, uh, Swamp Kings, the Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, Brandon Spikes. Uh, doc Untold documentary came out. I got to tell you, buddy. Spoiler alert to anybody who hadn't watched it. It was mid. It was so mid. Like, I was perceiving all of this to be like, oh, okay. So they start winning these national titles, but all of a sudden they start getting in a lot of trouble. And this is the reason why I was, it was just all on the field stuff. I was completely duped, man, completely duped.
0: Um, after I watched the Johnny football doc, I had a really bad feeling about this. And here's what I, here's what I'll say. 30 minutes in, I tweeted this out. I was juiced up recounting and getting – Just getting to re- relive all the the games. And I was really young when all this happened. So, like, I wasn't really as cognizant of I what was, was going college. on. And Yeah. It, it, those were – There was a lot of drama. A lot of on-field drama. And that stuff was cool, getting to to see all that because it is a really good story. But that's a quarter of it, man. Like, we got – Kim Newton stealing laptops. We've got the Pouncey brothers being wasn't being even dickheads. mentioned, Right. not even mentioned. You got Aaron Hernandez doing whatever he was doing. That was never going to be uncovered. I, it is. Uh, this is a, there was one way to produce this and they clearly didn't have the agreement to do it from the participants. This is a Jackal and Hyde team. It's the one on the field with Tim Tebow, your Lord and savior leading you on the field. And, what he represented represented, and all the guys that he rallied to get to do great things, that's the one side of this and all the effed up stuff that went off, off the field. That is how it should have been portrayed and how it should have been described. Can I tell you something? Yeah.
1: It's a normal SEC team. High
0: successful one. You ready for it? You, you ready for well, it? Well, oh, no. the, the way oh, they were portrayed was as a normal SEC team. This isn't a real normal. The, the, the with if we actually got a, access to all the Georgia the says They don't have a murder. They didn't have a murder on their team.
1: I mean, correct. Jordan Davis would like you to tell everybody on Twitter that he didn't do anything wrong. It's a good point. Brandon Miller is was, in, was involved in a murder case. Big programs. Big programs always have these issues. They always have something off the field that's going on. Let me give an example. Everybody's freaking out because Paul Skeens is, is in relations with Olivia Dunn. You know, like, I, I mean, everybody's got BS off the – good teams normally have BS. You know, remember who else had BS?
0: Miami, USC. Here's what I oh. want to – Here's what The, I the Miami expect. docs that they did on ESPN, that was what I was hoping it could be because they yes. dug a lot of shit up. That's what it yes. could have been. It could have been that. That's like, what I was talk- expecting going in. Like,
1: I was fully expecting that yes. Miami doc to be this one.
0: Like, they used to talk about in the first, the part one, how when they played their bowl game, they were going to strip clubs the, like the night before the game. Like, I wanted that kind of information. They were just – Look, I'm out on the untold stories thing. They did a really good Manti Teo doc, and it's very clear that these are just puff pieces. That's all that they're ever going to be.
1: <laughs> I guess. I wanted to see some naked titties. <laughs> you thought you were going to get that? You you were honestly, get that the- honestly, the way that that Miami one went, and they're in the nightclub, and Michael Irvin's got his face in the middle of two butt cheeks. Yes, I did.
0: Yeah, we weren't getting
1: that. <laughs> I mean, to some extent, I was like, to some extent too. I mean, they were talking about uh, Johnny Manziel snorting coke off a of girl's butts in that documentary. Yeah, that was a little bit. Little so bit I'm worse. like, okay. So if they do that for Johnny Manziel, my God, what are they going to do for nah. Florida? Nah. You know. And Joe, when it got released, and I saw four episodes, I was like, because I said this on Monday, I was like, man, I hope it's more than one, you know, one hour. And you were like, no, it's probably going to be an hour. I was like, no, I hope it's four episodes. And it was four episodes. And it sucked. Like, I thought I was getting the Mate Tea one. No, we got duped. Which, we got way. duped.
0: By the way. Oh, my God. Don't, 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 don't. I don't want to hear about Manti. I don't, don't. That was last year. We missed it. What a, what a dummy. I mean, he was down bad. I, I don't know what to tell you. How about that?
1: Before I let you out of here, before I got it, because uh-huh. I do got to really go. How about that Heisman
0: class? Which one? The year that that was John a weird Manziel, year. Colin Klein. Are, yeah. can
1: What Wasn't it those three? I think it was those yeah, three, right?
0: It was those three. That was a weird year.
1: Nobody did investigating on Johnny Manziel, Monte Nothing. <laughs> God, y'all are so bad no. at those jobs. We'll see y'all Sunday, guys. Peace.